welcome back to Ill Eagle Culture Brands Talk. I am your host, John Ostos, a.k.a. Ill Eagle CEO. And I'm here with my two <laughs> counterparts, Dion, two cup with no cups, no Larry, cups. and Cody Big Meat Malk. And as usual, if Dion's sitting on this side, it means we got a guest. And today we brought back Marshall Freak Show Johnson, the bodybuilder. Something like that. Third bodybuilder. Something like that. Yeah, I can't. Crossfitter. Uh, I've seen him running laps uh, and shit, too. I can't call you a fat dad, fuck. The fit dad. <laughs> yeah. Fit dad. Yeah, How come I can't life. call you a fat fuck no yeah. more? <laughs> I feel like that'd be flipped, if anything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he got he yeah. got the dad bot on yeah. so he could wear a dad bot t-shirt. Yeah. Bringing yeah. out the thunder Mar- coffee. Mar- Marshall's been feeling himself lately in the mirror, huh? Yeah. Mar- Marshall's always felt himself. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah. But lately, Marshall's really believing <laughs> in his own potion. Yeah. Yeah. His forearms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He God, always says it. thirst trap, though. You always, you, always, yeah. you always, like, you pick what you want to hear. Like, I always, I'll complain that people will take up time in the bathroom and take pictures and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm, I'm not saying that I don't do it. And I'm not saying I don't do it for attention when I do it. I'm just saying... It takes me five seconds to do it. You're like, I'm in and out. I'm, That's because you're so about, big, though. I'm complaining about people who spend like 10, 15 minutes no, I in know. there. You know? But, yeah, like, but we got to fucking yeah, add cinematic yeah. value to the <laughs> shit yeah. we talk, you know? No shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, the topic today is not aliens, unfortunately. I guess we're going to talk Marshall about. Marshall doesn't know shit about aliens. You said all there is to say Marshall about does aliens, not believe in it. <laughs> He's you don't not, believe he's in not aliens? sold on it. Is that not, true? Not really? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in a lot of things I can't see necessarily. Uh, I would have to. I would have to have a lot. I'd have to like see an alien in front of me. You would have to physically see it. Okay. Yeah. So that means you don't believe in ghosts either. No. You don't believe in ghosts. No. Spirits. No. Demons. I'm not a spiritual person, so. Oh. I, I you know I believe in what I can see, and touch, and feel. So you're considered an, an atheist, I guess. Or I, no, that's not, not even. Right. No, just like uh, I don't even know what they're called. It's not I, called I, an atheist. I, I don't believe in. I, don't, I guess I don't believe in spiritual stuff and higher powers and. Okay, how were we created then? Semen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who dropped? Who dropped, <laughs> who dropped the first, the first load? Who dropped the first load? I don't know. Whoever crawled out of the ocean, the chicken first. or the so, egg. <laughs> either is. So are we evolution? I think so. Yeah. Okay, what what created the first fucking amoeba, right? A meteor. But it's something meteor. had to create that too. If we're, if we're, I mean, right? If John releases the podcast from last week, we're in. We're <laughs> just in, in deep. No, <laughs> we didn't get in deep. We were just in a simulation. Is all that's that's yeah, what yeah. we're. And I could definitely, see that. Definitely. I believe there's a lot of truth to that in, how in certain aspects. Like this, how, especially how these days. Th- this whole world is fucking fake right now, if you guys haven't noticed. It's too depressing to, it's uh, to think, of, think of stuff like that. It's too depressing to think that we're in a simulation and we don't yeah. have any control over what's going on. And this whole life is really just fake. It's, just, it's pretty depressing in my mind to mm. think of things like that. So I, ignorance is bliss for me most of the time. So Cool. I agree. Fair enough. Yeah. You don't get that, Dion. You're on this show. <laughs> Even if you want it, you're, yeah, you're, you're forced to hear it. Yeah, ignorance, you're fucking... ignorance is bliss in a way. I, I think yeah. there's like five percent like of me that's religious, and it's that five percent that is scared that if I die and it is real, like because you're I fucked. didn't, I'm fucked. So, yeah. so there's always like that five percent of me that's scared, scared enough to believe a little bit. So like when I die, it's like fuck. Have you I ever was, seen somebody die? I was wrong. Have I seen them die? Yeah. Uh, no. So how? Why do you believe in death? 
What does that mean? Because they're gone. They're they're in the ground. I haven't seen them since then. But you don't know what happens after that. No idea. No. It's terrifying to think that it just goes, just goes black. Yeah, can that's, you imagine that'd be some yeah. fucked up shit? It's or, hard to think. Like that's another thing that's hard to think about. Yeah. Like when you die, what? Like you just cease to exist. This is the whole know? reason I sleep with see, the TV. And this on. is <laughs> see, this is why this is fucking guy. This is why I like the theory of of like uh, what for for me it's like what if I what if we are dead? What if right now everything we're experiencing is what death looks like? Or even to the point where like if I got it wrong. Right. Cause like I believe in God, but I don't know if he's forgiven me for the shit that I've done in life. I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven, but if I didn't, this could be a version of hell for me. Like mm-hmm. living the life that I'm, like right now, as, as I witness what's going on in the world, right. the things that are happening, this is hell. the things that are being exposed, right? Like, and they always say hell on earth too. Right. Yeah. But the things that are being exposed to be real right now, not just like aliens, because we've still yet to kind of see more solid proof and evidence of it, but there's a lot of, whistleblowers and they're bringing facts to the table supposedly but just in general the way that that life exists and the things that are happening people don't give a fuck about pedophilia right now there's kids being human trafficked it's become an epidemic like it's always been but it's coming to the forefront and it's exposed and you have people in power and government and in, in celebrities who are just like oh stop that shit you guys are a bunch of uh conspiracy theorist and things of that nature so it's like that seems really fake i'm like this can't be real this can't be real that there's actually people in the world especially people in power who are like oh stop shut up you know what i mean or epstein gets busted goes to prison gislaine gets busted goes to prison for sex trafficking children to a bunch of nobodies that went down with them even though they were convicted of doing so one being prince Andrew. Yes, who was a known well one known. and who also paid off. Yeah. So so it's like, to me, it's like, this isn't the real, like, we're not living in reality anymore, are we? Like, this is fucking crazy. Then they're like, oh, uh, aliens are real and we're going to get invaded. And then it's just like, okay, this is really fucking weird. It's too much positive. Uh, like, I have an amazing family, an amazing daughter, an amazing wife. Like, there's too many positive things for me to think that I'm being punished right now. Um, I think to say in regards to everything being exposed and like the pedophilia and the people in charge, uh, I think nothing is, uh, nothing is secret in this day and age with technology and all that, all that shit. Nothing is secret anymore. Right. It was a lot easier to keep this stuff secret 20 years ago, 30, 40, 50 years ago. I, I think it's always been there. I think it's always been a problem. I just think now you can't hide anything. There's cameras on every yeah. square foot of yeah. any place. There's people <clears throat> devoted to spend all their time to whistleblowing and ex- you know, just revealing all these things. So I just think it's, it's, it's impossible to hide it. I think it's always been there. I just think it's impossible to hide it. I agree that it's always been there, but I think that what's being exposed now is to the degree of which it's always been there. Right. The people who are involved of it, the scale in which it's happening is all becoming, uh, it's coming to the forefront now. Like where, yes, did pedophilia always exist? Yes, absolutely. But it didn't seem like it was this big of a, of an epidemic in, in the world. But isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy how this, like, not just pedophilia, but pretty much every crazy shit that's been coming out has been happening since Trump got in office and that the QAnon movement and everything else just put like a a fucking spotlight on all of the shit, like everything. And now people are starting to pay attention. 
Yeah. I don't think people have I don't think people have the balls to stand up to it. Uh, there's too many people in the society where their passions outweigh their principles. Like nobody is willing to stand up against it and say something or speak, I think it speak stands, out on it because you're gonna so much is gonna get taken away. You know yeah, I, mean? I think it stands yeah. it stands for um, honestly the fear factor of who's involved. And yeah, what they more can do, so than what anything, they, yeah. I don't do think it's so you. much of like you know. I don't want to like lose this or lose that. It's. I think it comes down to death, man. Like people right. are scared well, yeah, for their I, life death, because of life the, because is, of who the people are that are actually involved in the shit, and that's why it gets swept under the rug because it's powerful fucking people, you know, who we rely on to be like our caretakers and our in our government and our policymakers and all that shit. And then we realize, like, man, these people are dark, like demonic. Right. So that's why I say, like, hell on earth seems more realistic because I like to. I don't know if I believe in the theory, but I like to play with the theory that I might have been killed recently. Don't realize it, and now I'm living out this like purgatory life, you know, or somewhere in. This, I don't like, think that's. A, I don't parallel think, I think universe. It's, I think it's a big, uh, <laughs> big fight between good versus evil right now. Oh, there's happening. definitely spiritual war. It's happening. It's yeah. happening. Whether you like it or not, or believe in that stuff, it's, you know. Yeah. That's what's going on. I mean, if right you now. believe evil exists, which we have tons of evidence of, it's hard not to believe that some good sort exists. of evil. Yeah. yeah. Evil doesn't mean spiritual. Evil just means horrible people. Right? Yeah. It is a, that I, to me, that's not a sp- good and evil isn't a spiritual thing. It's just, it's the type of person you are. So I, I believe there's good and evil. I believe yeah. there's a war going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You think we're the only beings like in the world? Yes. Ooh, I don't. In the universe, you think I the universe say? exists in all its vastness for us to be the only dumb motherfuckers alive? <laughs> sure. Holy <laughs> shit! Why not? Why not? <laughs> must be bliss. Dude, we're, we're one little fucking speck of sand in this fucking huge ass. And there's beach. so many planets. What would be things. the point? That's the craziest part. I, like I couldn't in imagine. In my opinion, uh, we would have seen something by now. I would have. I need. I need more than speculation yeah. and people's word. Like I don't take people. I like word the I like stuff. the analogy that you gave one time where you said to, to them, like we might not have a choice but to see what they allow us yeah. to see for one. But like oh. t- for them, for the alien species or whatever other beings might exist, it's like when we go to the zoo and we watch the monkeys play, and we're just like, ah, look at them. You know, it's like a thirty thousand <laughs> foot view of just like, well, they're pretty fucking lame, huh? Yeah, and they're just kind of doing what they do out there in the wild, and that's us. We're the wild, and we're just existing, and they're just whatever with us. Like if 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 there's more that exists, which I have a hard time believing there's not, with all the we don't even know what the, the entire world um, looks like yet. There's more to it than they show us. I believe right. in this globe alone, so that makes it even more vast. What's out there? There's no way we're the only. Motherfucker, like as dumb as we are, human beings, man. There's no way we're the only creatures existing here. I yeah. got more shit to worry about, dude. I'm 40. Like I fucking like <laughs> prostate exams and you know getting old and going bald. Like I got more more stuff that hits close to home road to that. recovery. Those yeah. two things. <laughs> road to recovery. <laughs> Long ass road. Yeah. So how, that's kind of why you're here, right? You want to talk a little bit about kind of what you what you've been going through as far as your your journey with the recovery, a? Eh? Because the last time we had you, we were talking. Yeah. That was kind of the beginning stages of it. It's been almost two years now. Yeah, and it has not been a good two years. Uh, like after, <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't want to say I hit rock bottom, but I hit uh, as close to rock bottom as I want to be. Um, uh, when when did we film? Uh, I was, uh, was oh, that was before me, so that would yeah. have been. Uh, it had been like January, January twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, long time ago. Yeah, after That's that, crazy. I I had hurt my back probably two or more three times after we talked and each got progressively worse. Um, and 
the last the last time it happened was probably in the fall and I, I i like broke down like i've i don't think i've cried since my dad died when i was 20 but i uh, i hurt my back and i was just sitting home i wasn't at work because i couldn't work because i couldn't walk and i just i just broke down and i just was crying hysterically like i had a mental breakdown like i literally yeah. had a mental breakdown and i was crying hysterically and I was like walking around the yard, just trying to do whatever I could, like just limping and yeah, just crying. I remember going to um, see Dr. Chris to get worked on. And I remember just not being able to, like I had to pull over because I was just, just hysterically, like I just broke. Like that was, that was it. Like that was like the last straw. Like I didn't know what to do. I was lost. Yeah. And um, I, I legitimately lost probably 10 months of my life um, to that because I was, I felt like a prisoner in my own body. Um, cause anything I did would set it off. Like if I'm, if I was laying on the couch, if I moved my leg, uh, to adjust it, it would spasm. If I rolled over in bed, it would spasm. Like if I wiped my ass, like anything I did physically would make it spasm and, and, uh, set it off again. So I literally felt like a prisoner in my own body for about 10 months. And, uh, I don't know what, I don't know if it was the, the mental breakdown that I had where I was just like something something has to change or um but i remember going and seeing chris after i had that mental breakdown and for whatever reason um i wasn't scared anymore about it happening again because it happened so many times and i was already you know at rock bottom or as close to it as i wanted to be um that there was nothing really left to fear i mean i hadn't been able to power lift or train in at, at that point at least almost a year um, I couldn't do anything. Um, that must drive you even more crazy too, because you just opened your own gym finally. For like yeah, right, yes, right, right. Yeah, and then this shit all went down. Watching yeah, everybody like, train too. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. at everyone training in, in my, my dream, my, in my dream gym about <laughs> my equipment. Yeah. And generally, I did a lot of the stuff Chris would have me do, but I would maybe do, you know, 80 percent of it. You know, the total. Total reps, exercises, times a day, and Chris being the chiropractor. Chris doctor, yeah. yeah. Chris See, doctor I've always wondered why why no one. I've, I was hoping. I just started working with him recently, mm -hmm. and he's been helping me with an injury. But um, I was curious. Like, does anyone call him Doctor Doctor? No, but no, yeah, you. No, I heard I you call him right now, Doctor Chris, and I was yeah, like, it's, ah, it's, cop out. He's yeah. Doctor Doctor. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> can't call him Doctor Chris. <laughs> if anybody needs chiropractor, needs you know, Doctor Venture Chiropractor, yeah, Chris yeah, Doctor. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, he, that guy yeah. is fucking smart as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, I, for whatever reason, I, I decided I'm gonna. If he says do x amount of reps seven times a day i'm gonna do x amount of reps seven times a day and i don't care if it's stupid or if i feel foolish uh because there's a lot of pride involved with it too sure. like i i didn't want to accept the fact that you know doing something like lifting my leg 10 times was productive mm. i would rather do nothing than you know that be a productive part but i started doing everything he said to a t and i also made the decision that i was going to be done uh power for a year um, I decided that for a full year, I'm just going to, I'm not going to think about powerlifting. I'm not going to do anything powerlifting related. Uh, I'm going to focus on the rehab he says me doing. And that's kind of around the time I decided to lose weight too, because I needed some sort of a goal. And everything finally kind of started to uh, get rolling in a positive direction once I decided to, you know, just give up powerlifting for at least a year, yeah. um, which was ridiculously depressing because uh 
I don't know if anybody's ever lost their identity. It's, uh, it's, it's depressing. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's very depressing when you lose your identity and you, well, cause you power, like I, I, I remember you back at family wellness, um, talking to, uh, Jeff Metzger. Mm-hmm. He used to work out there. And, um, I just remember you like me asking him if like you were the in charge of all the powerlifting dudes. Like, like I thought that you, I thought that you ran EHOP. Like I thought that you were the head guy. So like that, that to me was like you, you know, you're like the head dude of the powerlifting community. You know, when people think powerlifting, they think Marshall and you know that. Yeah. Right. And it's just with me with bodybuilding. When I tore my pec, I was like, God damn it. You know, I was the same way. I was like, fuck, I'm going to get small and fat and withered. Nobody's going to recognize me anymore. So, hey, didn't you used to be Cody Mouse? Yeah. Big meat? I used to. Is that you? My road to uh, Jackness is, is coming, right? <laughs> but yeah, continue on. Yeah. Uh, so I had to accept the fact that uh, my identity was gone. Um, and I don't know if I'll get that identity back. You know, uh, I'm kind of in the mindset now to where if you love something, set it free. And if it's meant to come back, it'll come back. Um, I'm hoping it does. You know, I got a, when I started this, I got a five-year plan to, you know, get back to where I was. Uh, it's a very long, that's a long time, a day at a time, <laughs> a day at a time. That's You'll a, be 45 by then. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But uh, well, how old is Jason Ellert? Uh, about, about there. And he's about that age. Um, and the thing with strength sports, you know, a lot of power lifters who set, you know, the all-time world records, they were in they're their, a little older. They're mid, mid to late 40s yeah. when they did it. So a lot of a lot of male power lifters don't peak until they're, you know, mid to late 40s. So I just kind of thought if I sacrifice, you know, two, three years uh, to starting over, that still gives me time to, you know, make a run. And I have every intention to, um, if that is a possibility. But... We'll take it year by year. Um, so at the end of this year, I'll evaluate and see where I'm at. And if it if it feels like I can start moving forward, then I'll start year one. So it's your it's your your disc that's fucked up. Yeah, I have a, a herniated disc L four L five, and it's not. Um, it, it's frustrating because it's not an injury that is uncommon, especially to powerlifters. Um, a lot of a lot of people come back for it and from it. It, it's it's mental with me. It's it's hugely mental. Um, uh, I'm just paranoid all the time that it's going to come back. Um, from the time uh, when I came in on that podcast last time, and I was talking about how I I passed out and I was on the stairs, and Kathy found me and I couldn't move, and I that that's a uh, that was horrifying to think that that's how I was going to be for the rest of my life. So that kind of uh, that stuck with me for a long time. I'm just now getting to the point where it's like, it's not that extreme. You know what I mean? It's not that, it's not that bad. You know, if I decided tomorrow to, you know, never lift a weight again, you know, when I'm older, I would be fine. But, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's no, can you, uh, can you see it with an MRI? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So maybe before you decide to like to dive head first, you can maybe get an MRI before you start. Yeah, and actually, like Chris and a lot of the other um, big names in um, rehab and recovery, don't rely a whole lot on MRIs. Um, they're pretty deceiving. Um, a lot of them don't necessarily go on MRIs. Like Chris wasn't. Chris Chris uh, diagnosed me with what I had before I got an MRI, and he 
he wasn't really all about me getting it because he said it wasn't necessary, but I wanted, I wanted to know and I got it and it was exactly what he said it was. And, um, I think a lot of people, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot scarier when you see that MRI and you see it and it's like, wow, I, it's on, it's an image right there. I have a blown out disc and, um, it, it scares you a lot more than it needs to. Um, uh, you don't see it as just an injury. You can come back from, you know, you see that as my back's fucked up. That's how I walk and move, you know? So it, it makes it a little more real and it's not, not necessary. Would stem um, cells cure it? I don't know. Stem cell injections. I don't know. I, I haven't looked that far into it and I'm not that, uh, not that hardcore. I hate needles. Yeah. <laughs> but he's all tatted he, the fuck up. Yeah. I'm not that hardcore. He he's got, he's got that, like one inch holes in his ears and shit. Yeah. But don't you dare heal him. <laughs> okay. You're going to tell me there's, there's a difference. There's not a difference between a needle that goes into your skin that far for a tattoo and a needle like this that goes into your spine. Well, I don't know. They, they numb you. With a needle that big, they, they, I mean, they still got to stick it in your spine yeah. to numb it. You know what I mean? So you don't, you won't even fucking know. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, you'll feel something, but <laughs> I mean, that's that's horrifying. Um, I it's mean, probably better than an epidural. It, it, and women, same, women do thing. that shit all day. Yeah, they have no choice. They're hardcore though. Women are they, hardcore. No, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah we're a different breed for we sure. We established that. <laughs> I, I but they think, want our weakness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, though, that if you were in the same situation and uh, your child was not going to come out of you unless you did it or uh, something was going to go wrong, I think any of us would do it. You know what I mean, yeah. you're at that point where it's like. The epidural is just for pain, though. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too intense. But uh, so you work. Um, <clears throat> Swanson still? Yep, Swanson still. Which is, uh, now it's depressing. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking, it wasn't what do you depressing. mean? It, it was fucking depressing when I was there for <laughs> a few months I was there. It wasn't depressing because... I fucking hated that place. It, uh, it was a means to an end. You yeah. know, it, uh, it, it, it provided us with in, a steady income um, that didn't get in the way of powerlifting, which was my life for 13 years. So I wasn't building a career. I wasn't trying to build an empire career, you know, like John is. Um, my my life was powerlifting and now I'm 40 years old with no career and my identity is gone and I might not be able to powerlift. So now all of a sudden working at Swanson is depressing as fuck because I've, I've, I've worked in the same job for, you know, There's a solution years. to that, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? Spread your wings. Only fans. Only fans. <laughs> Only feet. See, now that's... Uh, I, <laughs> no, no, no. We've already talked about that. Well, Kathy and I have talked about this, and I'm sure you have multiple times, but <laughs> going full-time um, coaching. coaching. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a jumper. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, I feel like John's a jumper. I don't know about you or Dion, but I, I'm not a jumper. Like, What I, does that mean? Just go full board into coaching? Oh, yeah. I'm, no. I'm not a jumper. I, yeah. I'm that person that waits until... Yeah, I'm at the edge, and how that, many people that are wall is closing in, and I don't jump until that I'm either going to get pushed off or the wall is just going to squish me. Yeah, know? but you say that you know you're might have lost your identity. We'll see, right? That's mm-hmm. yeah. It's, so if if that's the case, if you can never powerlift again, this is a way to live through other people. It is, it is, but I struggle through that because I can't control it. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. can give somebody the most amazing program in the world. I can fix 17 of their problems, but if they don't follow through or if they're not committed, like 
it doesn't matter. Like I could be the best coach in the world, but if people, and I'm not saying that people like coach don't do this, but I'm just saying, I get it. Be, I get it. You you could, you could be the you best coach in the world, yep. but you, but if the people you were um, giving the exercises and workouts and programs to, if they don't follow through with their 100%, it's not the same. And then I get frustrated because I, I know what I did to get where I needed to be. But at the end of the day that they're the ones that are paying you. And you're still receiving a paycheck, and regardless you, if they followed it or not. It's true, but your name's attached to it. You eventually work through those people, though. In reality, like those people aren't going to stick with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, and look, then at, you look move at the on. the Matt Jansons of bodybuilding community. He's only taking on fucking pros, right? Mm-hmm. That could be you in powerlifting. It'll take time, honestly. But. On and I need to, I need to preface it that like, the people I train are not like that. I'm just no. thinking. I'm just thinking. Like I'm if, not, I to, yeah, I if I were to switch, you full know, time. Full time um, and the thought it, of you're not guaranteed having to, to run into some of those, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. That they want to try a powerlifting me, but they don't yeah. know what encompasses. Or, or in in some cases, like with the way people jock you in in this community, like they just want to work with Marshall because it's Marshall, and then they yeah. get there and the works too much work. It's hard, yeah, because they don't, <laughs> people don't ever notice that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know how hard he worked to be in the position he's in, yeah. where he's ranked and everything, and why people fanboy him, and then they get under him, and he's like, "You just got to do all of this." And then, <laughs> then it's like, yeah, you're better from a distance, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I would, uh, I would, how many people are you, are you coaching right now? It goes in waves. Uh, like right now, I probably have 10 to 12 right now. And I think I did the math for, for what I charge. I think I would have to have like 30, 30 clients. Yeah. But stay. you, you're, 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 I can also charge your rates are say, fucking yeah. ridiculous. Like they're pretty low, really low. <laughs> they're really low. Yeah. So, um, but I also, I never want to be that person that isn't, that's charging more than they're worth. And I, I know I'm worth more than that, but I never want to be in a position to where someone thinks they're not getting, if you I know, can, I know you'd rather many, devalue I know yourself coaches. at this point in time. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you've been doing this for fucking what? 20 years or so since 2008. Yeah, no, yeah. you can't think like that anymore. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you're too, <laughs> that's you're you're just you're too much of a seasoned vet to be able. You have a lot of really cool f- philosophies and principles about the way you live life and how you see things and view things, but you undershoot yourself a lot. It's crazy, yeah. and I think uh, I think it's because I I hate arrogant over overconfident yeah. people so much that i want to be so far from it like, yeah yeah like i i would rather undershoot than i don't want to be anywhere near that you know what i mean so i probably undershoot way too far yeah um i i care too much what people think um i don't want i don't want people to like me but my downfall is i don't want people to not like me mm-hmm. I, if someone if people are indifferent about me i don't fucking care but i don't want people to not like me so i don't uh, very rarely do you ever hear a hard opinion from me. Very rarely do I ever disagree with anybody, no matter how, like I, I keep a lot of hard opinions to myself. Um, Cause I just don't want, I don't, something about being disliked is just hard. I just can't stand it. I don't want, I don't want to be popular and loved. I just don't want to be disliked. Yeah. I don't know what deep seated shit that is from my childhood, but because I wasn't popular in high school or what, but. I wasn't Cody in high school. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't uh, know if Cody was popular. Enough. I was gonna say that's a small school, though. Come on, now. I was, I, I was, a, I was kind of a dork until like my sophomore year. Then I started to uh, lift weights. I was the class clown. Oh, yeah. But um, when so, did yeah. you start lifting weights again? Uh, I got serious my junior summer. Okay, going into my senior year. 
I started like, and that's when I kind of started lifting with woods mm. every day. We started working out every day. Mm. Yeah. But anyways, Marshall. As, as the years go by, I get more and more um, dedicated to coaching. Uh, as the years go by, I take it more serious, which tends to be the pattern for me. Like I'm not a, you know, I'm not a take the leap guy. Like I, mm. I'm more calculated, more cautious. Um, but that might not be the formula for this time around, you know, that might have to be just take the leap. You know what I mean? Um, but me, I'm, I'm more cautious. Like I'll add a few more clients each year. I'll invest more, you know, like before I was just writing programs out on a, a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. I have, I invested in a laptop and people actually get programs <laughs> on a computer now, which should have been, should have been, <laughs> should have been day one. You would have, you Marshall would have still one. stuck in 2008. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, you would have thought it was 2006. But, but Dude, yeah, that Mark, is funny. Yeah. That's good shit. Oh my God. So do you, do you do diets at all? No. And I am so, I found out with this weight loss thing, I'm so ignorant to, to weight loss. Like I, I have no business. Like, well, you cut the fifty pounds in a year. Well, still, <laughs> still, it, it took a year to do it. So, um, and like, and like <laughs> three or four different, three or four different approaches. Because, yeah. uh, well, that was a good learning experience from you. It was, and but, you, but I still didn't learn anything. Like, I, I'm still, you know, I, I still don't know what works for me. I mean, I started, you know, like the first couple of months was just quit eating fast food during the week like I never ate a lot of fast food during the week but it was like if I had had a really heavy training session and I wanted to go get a pancheros I'd go get it but my diet wasn't junk food so the first step was just taking junk food out and then the second step was um uh limiting carbs and I did that for a while I went really low carb for a while when that stopped working I went to just low calories like I didn't count calories I just went low calories and I get like lean cuisines yeah stuff like that this, this is for cutting right yeah. But what were you eating when you were actually like fucking into it, powerlifting? Not a whole lot. I mean, we've discussed like, I, I mean, you, I eat like you a, eat I like, like a, fucking, a bird. Yeah. But what about like, uh, I like, I, I eat pasta all the time. That's, that's, that's your genetics, right? You don't have to eat a lot. But if you were coaching somebody, would you help them with the diet and tell them what to eat? No. Not give them a diet, but tell not, them. It's not my, in, I don't have in the powerlifting background. even. You don't, you don't. Recommend no. nutrition? No, I don't have. I don't have the background. I don't have the what I would. Would say. that be something that you'd be interested in learning about? Maybe. It's so simple. Like what they'll teach you. I feel you. like Marshall would fucking hate coaching those people, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is important, though. I mean, because being a powerlifter, obviously, you have to eat a lot to get some size. You know. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. what so, they teach you like for getting that cert or anything like that is so it's so simple like you can't i don't feel like you learn it by going through that process like there's so much more to losing weight than just that i mean it is calories in calories out but so many different body types and stuff it just it's it's almost a waste of money but anyway and like i, like I it, said downstairs good. like it is it isn't just calories in calories out because like i said downstairs i was like i was in a thousand calorie deficit yeah. for like three or four months because i didn't know any better i was just like bigger deficits better right and your body was just like and, and, uh, it, it, it worked for a little if while you but don't then eat you will stop. eventually lose weight yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know training sucked you know and I, it was just awful always flat all the time always tired and and then uh i started really following a lot of stuff from justin harris um and he hit all of his clients do carb cycling. Mm-hmm. And I, I still don't have a firm grasp on what carb cycling is. 
Um, but for the most part, it's you have two or three days of low to no carbs, two or three days of mid carbs, and you it's have bodybuilding like, one hundred and one. And you have like one day of you know just massive all yeah. carbs. Yeah. Um, and that I mean I feel like that's an ideal one because then it still gives people the opportunity to eat something good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. People who aren't bodybuilders trying to step on stage, it's just somebody who's just trying to lose weight. That still gives you the opportunity to like on Saturday night or whatever you can just go have a good meal and not have to worry about it if you yeah. can like tell visual changes in your body pretty easily like if you're lean enough to see that then doing the high carb low carb medium carb is super beneficial because two days of low carbs you're like holy fuck i'm deteriorating you know like <laughs> wilt the way. Yeah, so, wilt the way. so you can you can tell really quick so I, I just think it's interesting there's all kinds of different methods though if that was my advice to you to get you out of Swanson's would be to maybe dive into a little bit of education of dietitian and then really you got to boost your prices up. I think your prices are way too fucking low. And I'm, I'm still trying, I'm trying to actually increase my, uh, my knowledge on like rehab and preventative preventative health for all the stuff that I've been through. Yeah. Um, just because of all the stuff I've been through with my back, like I don't have one client where core core work mobility isn't a priority in their training and when i was training it wasn't like core work abs it wasn't i didn't do it because it didn't because ab, you didn't abs, think about abs it were, abs I mean, for show yeah, yeah like right uh it was always uh you need to have a strong back so i trained the fuck out of my back my back was bulletproof until it wasn't you know I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, louis simmons has a really good quote he's like lifters with uh, strong back and weak abs inevitably hurt their back because you need the strong core to count. Like, your back isn't supposed to be doing that work. It's your core that's supposed to be doing the work. And yeah. my whole training career, my back was doing the work when, yeah. it, when it should have been core. And I, I never had a strong core. Like I, I never trained it. And then that's just, you know, you do that for a decade plus and you're bound to break. And people don't, even people coming up by training, they don't understand how important it is to, to work on your core and mobility and how big of a piece it is. But there's not one person I train where that's not a priority right now. So that even that, I feel like I'm giving people, you know, five, five years fast forward. You know what I mean? Like advancing them five years from where they could have been. Just oh, from absolutely. That. Yeah. So you're, you're pretty much the understanding that you're undervaluing yourself <laughs> and you need to raise your prices then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what's next on the journey now? You've, you've lost the 50, 55 pounds. Um, so how much do you weigh right now? Uh, I got down to 252 uh, in July and I put on, uh, I sit at about 260 now because um, I'm not so crazy about the uh, carb or calories in, calories out. I, I still eat the same foods basically, but I'm not, I don't do as much as the cardio as I was doing. Like I was pretty, pretty serious about the cardio and I did it no matter how I felt. And now how like much after, cardio were you doing? It, it was just, it was just cardio daily. It was just, it was just, it was just like a constant focus on heart rate. You okay. know, like it was just a constant for like every day I had to be doing something where my heart rate was really got my heart rate, you know, oh, yeah. um, up. Uh, and I have a, you know, a whoop strap and I kept tracking my calories and my heart rate that way. So I was always super obs obsessed about my calories burned being higher than, you know, what I brought in. Uh, sure. I, I started, I started jogging and I actually really liked it. Because Holy shit. <laughs> I liked it because, um, it, it was helping my back get better because if it's if my back could take, you know, like the compression of, you know, 
300 pounds or yeah. balls on ass. Yeah. You know, they could take that. Clapping. <laughs> yeah. Clapping cheeks. Clapping yeah. cheeks. <laughs> if, I, if I could, you know, jog, you know, for a half a mile um, in my, and it, uh, to me, that was making my back better. Yeah. And the limiting factor was not my gas tank. It was always like my knees and my feet always were <laughs> towards the end there. My knees and my feet were to where I couldn't even walk upstairs. Um, I don't know if it's just because being all that, heavy for so long or just never running until I was 40 years Probably old. Probably both. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I wish I could do it more. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to work on things to make my, my knees and my ankles better, but I wish I could do it. Cause it, it, I felt like it helped improve my back a lot because when you can get it, get a callus from that, you know, it's good. So I, I, I would jog every day. That was a big thing. A lot of sled work, uh, battle ropes every day. I was doing something for cardio. I never did like the traditional, like, 40 minutes on the elliptical. Um, uh, I guess I'd always try to do a lot more high intensity, shorter mm. term cardio than that. Cause the 30 minute, 30, 40, you know, hours cardio that just, I didn't have the time in the day or I didn't ha- I wasn't willing to devote the time in the day. I wasn't, I wasn't willing to, you know, wake up an hour early and do cardio or something or, you know, do a 45 minutes of cardio instead of, you know, lifting weights or being in, being in the gym so uh i had the time i didn't have the will yeah i, I was still i was doing everything i was willing to do yeah so, um but moving forward you know this this last half of the year uh is to take uh back rehab more seriously um before it was, the first part of the year i was just doing everything bare minimum that i had to do and my focus was on weight loss now the rest of the year is taking a little more advanced you know more aggressive approach to um my back rehab which is scary because doing the bare minimum was there was no risk involved now you know you gotta start getting into movements that push you know moving your back more you know just you're you're testing 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 you're test constantly testing the waters when before it was just like you're just dipping your toe in as much as you had to but now now it's like every day, every week, you know, I have to start testing the waters and pushing and pushing and pushing. So that's, that's what the rest of the year looks like for me. Would you ever step on stage for bodybuilding anymore? I think so. I mean, I, I I've always said that I would do it again. Um, but like the frustrating, the frustrating thing right now is, you know, since, you know, the like last month, month and a half, I've gone back to a more bodybuilding style training, um, like uh, cluster sets or rest pauses and stuff like that, drop sets. I really like doing that stuff, but I don't have the the core integrity to train hard. You know, I can, you can't go balls out with as much weight as, you can't row, dumbbell row as much weight as you possibly can without your core getting activated. You can't, yeah. you know, curls, bench, like you can't, you can't go balls to the wall to failure. You know, your core is activated with that. So I'm limited by, you know, how much my Trying core. Trying to take it easy. Yeah, I'm limited yeah. by how much my core allows me to do at that time. So that's frustrating. So it's finding different ways to use the lighter weights, but optimal. So that's where like the cluster sets or the the drop sets, uh, rest pause. That's because I can take, you know, weight that's moderately heavy and, you know, do 12 to 15 reps, uh, stop for 10 seconds 10 to 15 reps stop for like just do that until i can't do it anymore like that's that's a way you know it, it's it's boring but you can still get a really good pump that way yeah. i mean would you do the show here in town 
I'm not going to go do a big show. <laughs> the one here in town is going to be a big show. Bro. <laughs> I said that wrong. I'm not going to go out of state to do a show. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> I got a, another question. Um, so this was a powerlifting meet in, in Williston. With the, oh god, with the drama. Oh god. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Marshall is <laughs> starting fights shit, everywhere you go you. now too, huh? So Marshall started a fight, and I want to hear about. When it. have you ever heard that? <laughs> when have you ever heard that Marshall? Started so why? A fight? How did you get involved with it? Why was it? You? I'm more curious at why you let a dude yell at you while you're sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what were you standing th- up probably would have changed his whole fucking mind. So can you can you just uh, tell the audience all of our? I thought, we were, I thought we were letting this topic die. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no that got, the we, situation is dead. This topic, this topic new. will never die. This because is new. It is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Every I just, time I see that fucker, I laugh. <laughs> You just picture him with his fucking goggles on, <laughs> yelling at Marshall. Coke bottle goggles. Yeah. Uh, for the record, I did not bring this up. Uh, I will. I will talk about it. Uh, I have been happy to let it die. I have not spoken about this to anybody since then. Like, since you're asking, I'll talk about it. But I'm not actively. Why are you saying that? Are you being pressured? No, I, no, I'm not a sh- I don't. I don't like to be considered a shit talker or someone who, who doesn't let shit drop. Like I, I don't. Dude, this is a wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we love to talk uh, shit. At the, at the end of the podcast, we say talk your shit. You know, so it's like, <laughs> dude, I, I, I just, I love drama. So tell, tell me about what happened. <laughs> He's drinking a Heineken. Yeah, <laughs> can't see it, but it's a Heineken. Yeah. There may or may not have been a couple that coached people that was at the meet, and they were causing a huge stink, um, swearing, throwing their arms up and down, complaining about judging, complaining about this and that. Spotters, you know, right? Spotters, loaders, the, the way the meet was run, individual lifters. They were just making a huge scene, talking about how he wanted to fight somebody because he was so mad that the judging was so bad, and... This was their second but time didn't, back. Didn't uh, the girl? Didn't one of her lifters win? I don't think so. No, I, I didn't pay attention. So she was. They were complaining because their lifters weren't winning. They were complaining because they're assholes and the, they didn't like the way the judge. They didn't like the way the meat was run. They didn't like the Got way em. the judging. They didn't like the way the judging was going. Like they, they're they're very arrogant people, uh, and they're also they're also the people that start fights and then play the victim when yeah. They're those type of people that start a fight, and then when the fight comes, they play the victim. Yeah. You can always tell that by the way they start screaming first, yeah, because that's yeah. like their their one attempt to intimidate you, mm-hmm. and then from there they they get their asses kicked usually. Yeah, yeah. So um, this was the second time that they were back, and the first time was the first time was like that, but not as bad. The second time was just more complaining and and just making a scene. Um, there was actually people there who took their families to the back room because they were nervous about, you know, what this guy was doing. He was make he was just, he was just making everybody so upset and uncomfortable. Why just, wasn't he kicked out right away then? Um, why wasn't he? Yeah. He, he, he yeah. How was, come the trash man didn't take care of him? Because he was busy running, he was busy running the meat. You know what oh. I mean? Like he was busy running the meat, you know, like he should have been fucking 
gone. But but it, yeah, he was busy running the meet. That's all I can say, you know. And and people were complaining about it, um, but until somebody directly comes up to him and like the thing I said about the people sending their their family to the back because they were uncomfortable, that yeah. didn't come out till after the fact. You know, mm-hmm. like they did. Um, and him and his wife would complain about on online Instagram. They hated North Dakota and they all this stuff. That's what and, got me. That's and, what triggered you too. That's yeah, what, and I, then I remember yeah, this. Yeah. And then at, at that point, you know, after two times of them being there and, you know, just being asses um, and then seeing that post about how they hate North Dakota, they hate coming back. And I just went on, I, I, I took a picture of the words. I didn't take a picture of the person. That, so you couldn't see the name of the person who posted right. it. The only thing you could see was the state. crops it. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I didn't post it to where I was calling her out. To, so if anybody was looking at it, they wouldn't know who I was talking about. So it did not involve them at all. Um, just makes it made it made a point to say that I, I love North Dakota. I love living here. I love the people here. If you don't like it, don't come back. That's basically what I said. And I thought that was, I thought that was going to be that, 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 that <laughs> I thought that was going to be that. And I went, uh, I, I left. I left the meet to go get lunch. This is where Marshall realized he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he found out, <laughs> and I, I left to get lunch. And I, I guess as I was gone, he had somebody had told him what I had said about his his wife's post, and he went up to Dave, who was on the mic at the time. Um, announcing the meet, just like where the fuck is Marshall Johnson? Just swearing, just like where the fuck's Marshall? All this stuff, and you know, you Dave the mic, and Dave's just kind of like, you know, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're like, well, how do I know where Marshall is? I'm not a keeper, you know. Like, how how the hell do I know where Marshall is? And he's like, you told me where Marshall is, just all this stuff, and I got back completely ignorant to it. And I come back and not knowing that all this had unfolded <laughs> and everybody's like, he's pissed, like he's he's demanding where you are, and I'm just sitting in my chair, you know, just, just chilling out. And I see them, I, you know, I see him pacing, talking, pacing, looking at me, pacing, talking. God, what a bitch. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm just sitting there because at the time, you know, I, that was, that was the time where my back was really fucked up and I was, you know, I was mobile, but I was pretty immobile. Like if he actually decided to fight, you know, aside from adrenaline, probably I might not have been able to do a whole lot, but you know, if adrenaline took over, I might've, I probably should have been, could have been able to, to, to defend myself. But, but that, that being said, I've never been in a fight in my whole life either. So I don't know how to fight. So yeah, well, you're strong as fuck. So you can just pick him up and fucking body slam him. Just the way you stumbled. <laughs> I might have oh, probably could have possibly because what, what happened was because like if we if, see when they were <laughs> I would like to assume with adrenaline oh, and my size yeah. like I sh- I could have been able to um you know defend myself but <laughs> that was good my thing was just I, I, if you wanted to talk we could talk so he he comes over um you know postured up you know postured up comes over Do you have a balled up fist yeah but they were down here. Yeah. Damn. Oh man, that's good and, shit. And and he was mad and he wanted to talk to me. Uh he wanted to talk about it and I'm like, dude, sit down. We'll have a conversation. Because uh we know each other from powerlifting. Um I wouldn't say we were ever friends. Um but we know each other from powerlifting. We hadn't had a negative interaction up to this point. And I was like, dude, sit down. We'll talk about it. I, like, I don't want to sit down. He just, he wanted to be, you know, he wanted to be hovering over me, you know, 
You were probably the same it. height sitting down, though, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. Basically, we, yeah. were, we were out of height. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and he would just, he was going off about this and that. And it, it's irrelevant. Like, he was just complaining about what I had said and trying to, de- trying to defend it. And I'm just like, dude, then why do you guys come back if you hate it here so much? And he was just, he was just irate. And at that point... Um, it was a scene. <laughs> People weren't watching the meet anymore. <laughs> and uh, uh, Kathy had Kathy was Kathy was more mad than I was. Like she was furious. Like she was fuming the whole day about these people, and she was paying a lot of attention to what was going on. And she had noticed that I was over there <laughs> by myself with with Joe. You know, towering, towering. <laughs> Tow- Joe was towering over me. And uh, not really. And uh, she looked. Hold on, one second. Time. Go. And and I believe she looked at Kevin, uh, my my buddy Kevin, who was a judge. Yep. And she was like, you know, you need to get over there because they. Kathy was genuinely afraid that they were going to try and fight me just by the way it looked. And there's a really awesome picture of um, Tom and Sam Davis. Like Sam had her hood on, and and she was like, man, I was I was. I was digging my feet in the ground to see if I had, if I had, if I had traction, you know, she was like, I was ready to go. Man. <laughs> that was just so hilarious. Like she was like digging her feet, like seeing if she had traction and stuff like That's that. Bad. You can see, she's going to slip. But, right you can, but you can see Tom and Sam in the background, just like they had my back. I didn't know they were there, but they were standing ready to, and then um, Kathy sees that. And she's like, we need to get over there right now. So they go over and Kathy and Kevin, um, Kathy start kind of starts arguing with Joe and his wife. And, just a lot of, I don't even remember it. It's just stupid, stupid arguing and, and chest and chest bumping. And, um, I feel like Kevin would have monstered this. Kid. <laughs> oh, for sure. He would like, yeah, yeah he would. <laughs> Kevin's a beast. And the, the thing where it all spiraled out of control was earlier in the day, Joe had said, I'm so mad. I'm going to fight somebody. That's he, he, he'd said that a couple times, like loud enough for everybody to hear. And, all Kevin said was, if you want to fight somebody, I'll fight you. And that's, that's all that was, you know, that's all that was said. And then that turned into, you know, he threatened to kill me. Oh my God. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Time to play victim. That's yeah. the yeah. true, that's oh, the true somebody, personality. Somebody, there. Fucking, yeah. somebody called me out yeah. after I was trying to pump my chest. <laughs> yeah. I'll play victim. Somebody Dude, didn't buy my bluff. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it turned into. And they have a huge social media following. They have, a huge social media following so many nut swingers and that's how the whole cancel the canceling of you know that meat director and kevin like that's how it all spiraled because then it turned into the huge victim card like they threatened Mm. to kill me and you know it's just like to anybody who was there and saw it they know what the story is like and the whole time i'm just like it's like watching looking up so what did uh did Dave not uh, file a complaint on him? Oh, he did. Yeah, and where he, he that, absolutely he absolutely filed a complaint. Where did that go? Nowhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, USPA is fucking. He, he, filed, he filed a complaint, Jamie. and then he filed the other like two complaints from the crowd, and it, it just it doesn't it, that you know that shit never goes anywhere. The person who they let pedophiles in the USPA. The, so the people. It's the who, same reason why that motherfucker came back to North Dakota after realizing he fucking hated North Dakota. Yeah. It's all about money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got paid to be here and so he took them up. Yeah. And it just it just it's the closest to a fight I think I've been in. And I never got up. That's some bullshit. <laughs> you used to bounce at playmakers. I never got in a fight. Never. 
I never, I never, okay. I've never punched anybody. What'd you do? I, I wrestled a kick lot him? of guys. Oh. No, I wrestled a lot of guys. I wrestled <laughs> Did a lot of guys. Did you see Marshall just kicking a motherfucker, bro? Not punching? <laughs> no, I, I've taken a lot of guys down to the ground. Right, the chest. I, I, even, I even choked one guy out. And the, the, you ever, you've, if you've ever choked somebody unconscious and you have that panic where you've never done it before and they're not breathing, yeah. you're like, are they going to fucking, are they going to start, are they going to start breathing again? You have that panic for like five seconds and yeah. they start and like, oh, <laughs> but if you've ever choked somebody out, you know that That's fear funny. for, you know, until they start breathing again. But that was a horrible job to have for someone who was scared of confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. ever called but, my but bluff. Like, yeah, you, you looked the part, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like he was just this big ass fucking Mohawk motherfucker yeah. walking around all tatted up and shit. Freak show. I also remember hella chicks being all over this dude when he was a bouncer. Damn. There was all kinds of girls flocking around him. <laughs> Stricken from the record. Yeah. Oh. He was. Hey. He. He. What did. What did you say? He was running through that place. <laughs> yeah. Fucking running through. He it. was clapping cheeks. Girls with <laughs> girls with daddy issues, like yeah. guys that look like that. Yeah. yeah. So Marshall's like, I'll stay here were, a while. None of them were wife material. I'll say that. There's uh, girls that look like that are, they're good for one thing. They're not wife material. You don't want to take them home to see mom. That's for. Sure. You know what that is, Cody. What's oh, that one thing? What's that one thing? What's that? It's clapping cheeks. Clapping cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> so the the USP is the USPA still a thing after yeah. all that? Yeah, I mean, I just went to um, one of my clients, Brandon, um, who doesn't. He's just one of those people where he just wants to fucking lift, and USPA yeah. is the federation that he was in. So uh, they still had a nationals in Las Vegas, like he he that was his first step above a state level like he went way out of his comfort zone and didn't he qualified for it so he deserved to be there but it's a huge bigger platform a national level platform and they still had it i mean like they still had three platforms sold out and it was still it was it was a week long it was a week long competition all day every day so they still had you know i wonder if they uh there's just as many there's just as many people on no because the the leaders were still there Oh damn! It's just, and when that when people quit, when they moved on to the next thing, you know, yeah, then it was you know, unfortunately, uh, um, they did the USPA did fuck up. You know, I mean, they allowed some shit um, to take place uh, without reprimanding it as it should have, but no more different than any other federation does. They just <laughs> got they got chose right. Know? They got chosen to be the the cancel. That's it. That type of shit's in every powerlifting federation, just like it's in every bodybuilding federation, like it's in every strongman. Like, they get a bunch of people that want to just lift weights for fun. Yeah. (laughs) What do you expect? (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, bodybuilding has uh, JM Mannion Jr. or whatever his name is. JM? Yeah. No, the, I think it's JM. His son. Jimmy I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was taking pictures of bikini girls and naked and put them online. What? You guys didn't hear about that? What? Yeah, it, it, it was in and out of the news real quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They <laughs> was that recent? Uh, kind of. There was a few female um, bodybuilders that like were posting like, the information um, on their pages and it got shared by a few people, but I don't think it ever like really hit the fan. Weird. Like he was taking pictures of girls in yeah, their no, hotel I- rooms. And then posting them on a website. That's wild. And then eventually a couple of them started complaining. So 
Yeah. There's a lot of bodybuilding coaches that will require that the girls nude nude yeah. check in photos. That's like, fucking just, wild. Yeah. Goob's That's calling cool. them all out lately though. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, you don't like Goob? No, not even a little bit. Why? He's an opportunistic weasel. But he can, <laughs> he can bench three fifteen for like eight or he's whatever. A, he's an opportunistic <laughs> weasel. Like he, and there's always a, every. He's not one of these altruistic people where it's like I'm doing it for the cause. Like no. I'm doing it for this. Like there's always an agenda. Like he is friends with Joel Sullivan. Joel Sullivan has friends who have. Uh, people in his social circle who have committed all these things that Goob makes videos about. Mm -hmm. Him and Goob just got together and all of this stuff, you know, um, ironically happened right before the Arnold and Goob just released a pre-workout pre just before the Arnold. Like, is, is that fuck, coincidence or yeah. what? You know, like he got, he got famous just in time before this massive undertaking the arnold and he dropped a pre-workout at the same time like it's just there's 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 always a background like there's always a, there, nobody has i'll take with the good with the bad because i like when he calls out bitches for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the photoshop the photoshop thing was a big yeah. deal for sure yeah i'm not i think, saying, I'm not I think saying that anyone anyone who does what stuff. he does in, in to whatever degree they do it without the exposure it's pointless so like I don't know if if it's necessarily him being opportunistic as much as just that's the way the cookie crumbles right now. You know what I mean? In order for him to expose it, he's got to go on social media and guess what? People start going, "Holy fuck, he's calling out big names." Because he, he does and, some good so, stuff. Yeah. I mean, like I think he's I think he's got a genuine heart. I do see that he is capitalizing on the moment, but fuck, that's smart as fuck. Game fame. That's smart as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Try to get them bitches. I, I suppose if money is your I suppose if money is your bigger desire, then yeah. I, mm -hmm. I, I this is the like, only way to give him the time to be able to do what he wants I, to I, do, I, though. I feel like integrity takes a bigger seat to a paycheck. You know what I mean, like, I, we, all, we all have different opinions on how it goes down, you know? But, you know, even just the fact He's that... choosing his words carefully right now. <laughs> no, but just the, just the fact that I said he was an opportunistic weasel, I had that second of like nervousness to like what if he somehow sees this and cancels me on instagram <laughs> but how what would he what would he get you for cancel? it doesn't matter you don't have to have fake weight loss you, you don't have fake to have <laughs> yeah, photoshopped since when do you have to have legit stuff to cancel somebody right 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 no i agree with you yeah by the by the time anybody realized what he was talking about was false i'd already be i would already be canceled you know so it's just it's just that, and it wasn't a whole lot. I don't just, think he has like the five, power that you that think he has, though, fear. either. Like, he's exposed a lot of fucking people who have just stepped right over it and yeah. kept moving, bro. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, that one f physique dude that just won, like, the fucking New York Pro, like, right the day he, before he exposed him and shit. And the guy deleted the post from his fucking Instagram feed and kept moving, bro. Yeah, that's all. And nothing's happened. Yeah. So he's not canceling people. He might be getting people called out. But, bro, this world don't give a fuck no more. Yeah. I mean, look the at, faker it is, the better to look this at, society. Look at uh, Michael Hearn. He's been called out for being a fake natty and Photoshop. <laughs> he is natty. You think you and think he's still? You think he's on shit or do you think he's natty? He is, that guy's juiced up more than <laughs> fucking. How old is he now, dude? Fifties? I don't know. He's late fifties. I'd like to think he's natty. And he's just like, no way. Well, he's got a fucking plastic surgery done on his face, like. Okay, like okay, okay. Yeah. So he's not natty. This, this, no. this. I only believe things I can see. All right, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he this, does. This motherfucker don't believe in aliens, but he believes Michael Hurd yeah. is a not fucking. I would like to think that there is some good oh, out shit. there, Cody. Uh, that that makes me that brings up something that always annoys the fuck out of me. Because um, then I, I was like, well, what if he's just on HRT? And then it brings me to my next point. It was like, I I fucking hate it when people say TRT, TRT, HRT, yeah. whatever, same thing. Yeah. When people say, oh, they're not, I'm not on drugs. I just take HRT. I'm not, I'm not on steroids. I just take, I take TRT. TRT. Yeah. Like, TRT or steroids, you dumb fuck. It's just like the dosage I isn't know. the it, dosage isn't steroids. I was literally thinking about that the other day. I was like, T- saying TRT is just another way of saying you're, you're, you're on a low test. dose. You know, you're <laughs> on low dose test. You're yeah. still on steroids. It's, it's just funner to say, yeah, dude, I'm on TRT. But that just <laughs> that's like, like I, that's why I hate people who say. Oh yeah, that was a good workout. I'm finna feel the doms later. <laughs> I fucking I hate doms so much, bro. Like, because the, then they want people to go, what what's doms? That's all they want because they want to yeah. say, oh, you know, delayed onset, so so. You know, like, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. It's just say you're gonna be sore in a couple days. Damn it, doms. I hate that shit. I know it's the proper term, but I can't stand when people say that. I think uh, Kenny Ko is the one that blew up the whole TRT talk. Yeah, and it was just like. I will, Greg Doucette was a big one too. I don't know if you guys know him. Greg Doucette, he sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. He does. I know. I I'm know the name. I know the name, but uh, I, he I don't like, follow him. He created like anabolic like meals for the most part. He, I'd say he made those popular: anabolic ice cream, anabolic just food in general. Oh, or, or people are like, "Oh, Larry Wheels is off drugs. He just takes TRT now." No, like, he's you dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. Like he still takes steroids. Like dosage does not doesn't mean yeah. steroids yeah. I and mean, like you're still on steroids and he right? was juicing out of his head too yeah. that's the crazy thing people are like oh he wasn't he was he doesn't even have to take that much like he, he's so strong it's like no he's taking everything he's been, on, <laughs> he's been on that shit since he was like 13 like yeah. he's talked about it like you know it's crazy <laughs> so michael hearn's natty then huh i would uh i would like to think he is yeah I would like because there's people out there with ridiculous genetics. Yeah, you know I yeah. mean, like Ronnie Coleman got his pro card before drugs. You know, Kai Green. Um, I don't know if he got his pro card, but he got really far with, before drugs. Like, there's there's people out there who are just that's what they're gifted with. You know, what yeah, I mean, yeah. like it's not that far out there to think that someone who's been on a bodybuilding diet and OCD about bodybuilding their whole life could look like that. If he's not on TRT now, I don't. I mean, I can't imagine. That's Which a, would mean he's on steroids. Yeah, so he's a, he's got it. He's I not mean, natty. But see, I think that's always been Michael Hearn's argument. He's always been like, I'm not, you know, and they're just like, okay, are you on TRT, though? Which essentially you're trying to say it's not. He's just like, I don't take steroids. Like, that's kind of how he always <laughs> would, would phrase it, which is like, if you're if he's saying that just over the fact that he's only taking TRT. There's no doubt that he has wonderful genetics. For sure. There's no doubt. Maybe not so much in the face, but, hence the... Yeah, this, the, the fucking plastic surgery is ridiculous, but it uh, looks crazy. You think he got his hairline did too? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Got his fucking face pulled back. He's got uh, <laughs> he's got injections. It just looks different. Like they they start to look like I don't know if you guys ever seen Sleepwalkers by Stephen King, Long the old ago. school. You're yeah. an old school movie yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. So the the transitional phase when they went from people <laughs> to cats, they get that like a long. Yeah. That's what Michael Hearn looks like. He looks like one of those oh, um, people. Uh, escape from LA, I think it is. Yeah, uh, escape, uh, escape from LA. Yeah, the you know plastic, the, the plastic the surgeon surgeon general. general. Yeah. yeah, the surgeon that's, general. That's yeah. what my girl looks like. Yeah, it's but crazy. It, do you think? Do you think that they all these people to get that plastic surgery who their faces inevitably look like that? 
Do you think they see other people with that and they're like, I want to look like that? Or do they go in there ignorant thinking, it ain't going to happen to me? No, I think it, I think it's ignorance. I think everyone looks at it and goes like thinks to themselves, like even when they see it, they're like, man, this looks fucking good because they want it to look good. And it's because awful. they know they spent a shit ton of money to so do it. It's so fucking weird. Awful. But yeah, it looks so like the, bad, the picture man. I sent you guys with uh, that certain female. And I was like, Does oh, she yeah, I think this looks good. Yeah. I mean, she looked like a fucking alien, yeah. like an actual no, she, alien. She looked like an alien. And she, I'm like, and like she didn't have a nose. What the? F- her na- nose is shaved that down. That was wild. Yeah, like, so her nose is shaved down. I was trying to think of what you were talking about. <laughs> but it's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't fathom why she would think that it, that it looks good. But uh, to each his I, own. Yeah, I just think some people get delusional about the reality of it. And, you know, when you spend that kind of money on something, you know, I think you just kind of tell yourself like, yeah. Well, and they don't want to see. They don't want to see what like wrinkles. You know, they're like, "Oh, my wrinkles, wrinkles are gone." Look better than that. But they don't think they're just like, "Oh, this is gonna get rid of my wrinkles." Yeah. Right. <laughs> bless, Imagine though, Michael Hearn built like that though with just a wrinkly <laughs> ass. <thing. laughs> We'd still be talking shit. Let's just be real, Fucking, dude. That's Robert Kennedy, man. That's, yeah, that's Robert. But he Kennedy. looks dude, way better than Robert Kennedy. Yeah. Like Michael Hearn looks. Like youthful in the, it, in the body still, like that's crazy. Robert how you know he's, he's like running 70, more isn't than just he? TRT. Or he's sixty five. He's yeah, older. Upper sixties. He's got to be older. I think he's upper sixties. You don't think he's in his seventies? I don't think so. He doesn't look like he moves very well, dude. He benches fucking one hundred thirty five. What are you I talking know, about? I but like, he's like seventy four or some shit like that. I think he's in his seventies because he's he like he looks like a kind of guy that walks real slow. No, because he, he has to no, though. No, no, no. <laughs> He's, uh, damn. Robert Kennedy Jr., right? Yeah. Uh, born in 54. Doesn't just say his age. <laughs> you can't just get his age. He's 70. 2023 minus 1954 is 69. 69. So up in nice. Did you get your, did you get your supplements yet? Um, no. I haven't. You said you ordered them. Right? I did. They should be uh, hopefully coming any day now. Have you looked into not yet the no. samples or anything like that? Not yet. We'll do it though. This is legit. Like just from one, just from one, one training session, like yeah. you notice it, you notice a difference. It right? was it was good. It was good for sure. The the pre workout and the carbs and like he's like the only person. Justin Harris is like the only person I trust, and like I don't have like a promo code or anything like that. It's just. He's got 20 years, you know, 20 years of experience at the highest level of bodybuilding. He's got a master's degree in atomic physics and he's got the integrity. He's just got like the trifecta of and him and his partner are not in it to get rich. Like they're obviously in it to make money just like. But it's like you. But when like, you make quality product like that, it's expensive. It is and normally, and they've said on they said it on is many, it's expensive product. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but they've said on many podcasts that if they ever uh, make improvements to where they can they can cheapen the process, that price just comes off the supplement. And since they've been around, I've seen the prices of their supplements drop. So they're always like, if we can ever make it cheaper, we're not going to pocket that. We're just going to make the supplement cheaper because it's you know, it's not. They're not trying to get rich off of it, just like you know, you're not trying to get rich off. They've said the same thing you've said so many times. Like I never, I haven't taken a paycheck in you know how many years, but it's not like you have a, a shit product and like you're not trying to have the best product. But it's just there's just so much integrity behind that man. Uh, you, you really should should try it and get behind it. And I, I want you to carry it because I that's the only supplement brand I'll take. And I, if if I could buy it at H and I, I would buy it at H and I. But it's yeah. just not there. That's just but it's the only. The only one I trust. Um, 
and he got me on uh, uh, berberine. Um, have you ever read anything about berberine at all? It's one of the main ingredients in like a glucose disposal agent. Yeah, yeah. Because um, like uh, type two diabetes runs in my my side my side of the family, my dad's side of the family. All the men have type two diabetes, and I've had blood sugar crap as long as I can remember. And uh, berberine is one of the main supplements in their um, their glucose disposal agent called uh, suppressor. Um, basically, if you've grown insulin resistant. Um, borderline type two diabetic berberine um, has shown to have just as good, if not better effects than metformin, which is a prescription drug and mm-hmm. it's an over the counter, something you can buy. And just after a month of taking uh, 1500, 1500 milligrams of berberine a month, uh, a day, sorry, <laughs> 1500 milligrams a day uh, after the first month. Um, this was also after I was pretty uh, like six months into my diet too. But after about a month, for whatever reason, I don't understand it. Like my quads and my forearms started to get super tight. The skin got really thin. Like I got really vascular in my forearms and my quads. And but I don't know why those two parts of my body decided to, to suck up, but they did. And my blood sugar problems, you know, kind of started to go away. And I really haven't had any blood sugar problems since then. And it's helped me get a lot leaner and eat more carbs. And it, it's something that if you're struggling with blood sugar or um, have type two diabetes in your family, or you just, you want to eat more carbs and utilize them better. Absolutely look into berberine. It doesn't have to be his product. Like I just get berberine off of um, Amazon with cinnamon and um, it, it's made a huge difference. As someone who pays attention to their body, you know, I, I guarantee you after like a month or two, you'd see a huge difference. Sure. You just, your body can utilize carbs a lot better. And I'm not saying he's the first person to do it. Um, just like he's not the first person to put the stuff in his carbs that he did. He's not the first person to put the stuff in his pre-rook that he did. Just 20 years of research has shown him that this is the correct dose. Like he might, all this, all the ingredients might be the same, but his doses are unique. And that's, you know, just after 20 years of clients and research and like, the, the dosages are for a reason, you know, yeah. as opposed to everybody else who's just like, these ingredients work. So I'm just going to put them in there at whatever doses I want, you know? Yeah. That's what I liked about like Derek from More Blades, More Dates, because yeah. he, he kind of normalized that a little bit as well. Yeah. Cody, I had a question for you because you were gone last week. Woo! Fucking ditching. Let's end it on this one. Um, you just ditched the week before? I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're saying like because you ditched the other week. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so you're taking over uh, other cities. Yes. For the guard in yes. recruiting, are you going to be in the schools or how's that going to work? Yeah. So um, I was at Davies prior to this whole move, and I'm moving from Davies to Cheyenne in West Fargo, and then I'm taking over. West uh, Wabuson, Fairmount, Hankinson. So I'll be taking over those high schools along with like the community. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm from Wabuson. So, and obviously I have ties with Hankinson being my family's from there. And I have some relatives in Fairmount too. So are you going to have to be like traveling like every week then, or how's that work? Yeah, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably have to drive down there probably once a week or okay. so for All sure. Right. Yeah. So I'll be driving a little bit more, but, um, I'm expanding my horizons um, because the school that I was in Davies didn't really allow me to do anything in there. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like not utilizing my strengths. 
and my strengths is being able to get in front of people and talk and present. And I wasn't allowed to do that over there. So these other schools are a little bit different. They allow us to come in and shine basically. Yeah. And when I'm allowed to do that, I can fucking, you know, break it out. Good. Good. Try to recruit some, uh, good people. Yeah. You've been doing a good job so far, huh? So far. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I got one more to go before I complete my mission and then I'm done. Aren't you like leading right now in, in recruiting? No, I'm, uh, you're doing something. I'm leading on my team. My, I'm leading my team right now. So I only need one more before I'm before October one. And then, um, the fiscal year starts over. But if I get like, let's say if I get one more tomorrow, I get Fridays off until October 1st. Oh, so, so whoever needs to, we got to get somebody signed up. Dion, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Dion smokes too much weed. Dude. I can't take direction. <laughs> Drill Sergeant better not get my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. Yeah, I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> All right, I got to pee, dude. All right. This you going to go good. stand in there with Marshall? Or? Yeah, I'm going to hold it for him. <laughs> All right, well, Marshall's not here, but we'll go ahead and, and Dion take us out. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys, for watching. Uh, this is another episode. If you didn't like it, uh, talk about us. If you liked it, talk about us, just as long as you're talking about us. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> we are out.